Good morning. This is Long Island Morning Edition on 88.3 WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey. New York State has leaped into the era of offshore wind power with electricity generated over the Atlantic Ocean now flowing to homes on eastern Long Island. The power is coming from the first completed turbine of 12 that will make up South Fork Wind, the first large-scale offshore wind farm to go online in the United States. It is being transmitted starting last week through an undersea cable to a substation in East Hampton, then distributed to customers of the Long Island Power Authority, officials announced yesterday. Patrick McGeehan in the New York Times reports that the wind farm, about 35 miles east of Montauk Point, is still under construction. When it is finished, it will be capable of producing 132 megawatts of electricity, enough to power about 70,000 homes. Most, if not all, of that power will be consumed by utility customers in East Hampton and surrounding communities. But the higher cost of producing the additional electricity offshore will be shared by all customers of the Long Island Power Authority. The electricity flows to where it's needed, said Gordian Rocky, Executive Director of Renewable Energy Long Island, a nonprofit advocacy group. If it's needed in East Hampton, it will flow to those users. If not all of it is needed there, it could go anywhere else on the island. The transmission is a big step forward, and what officials in New York and several other states run by Democrats have promised will be a sweeping transition away from power generated by fossil fuels. Those states, mostly in the Northeast, have pinned their hopes for a greener future on developing renewable sources of power. The town of East Hampton has been awarded a $600,000 grant by New York State to embark on a sprawling community-wide effort in Montauk to craft strategies for adapting the hamlet to coming challenges from sea level rise and more severe storms. Michael Wright reports on 27East.com that the three-year study will explore a broad range of needs and solutions for Montauk, from flood mitigation, natural resources protection, and infrastructure resiliency, to exploring the already much-debated idea of using changes to zoning codes and other legislative strategies to incentivize a voluntary shifting of commercial development away from the oceanfront and toward areas of the hamlet at higher elevations above sea level. The town of East Hampton states that the study's goals is to protect public access to beaches and shorelines, work around natural features to mitigate the threat of damage from flooding and avoid future economic losses due to extreme weather events and sea level rise, and to facilitate voluntary proactive measures on the part of Montauk property owners in order to reduce their risk. A proposed five-story mixed-use apartment building on the corner of West Main Street and Sweezy Avenue in Riverhead received unanimous preliminary site plan approval from the Riverhead Town Board Tuesday. Alec Lewis reports on RiverheadLocal.com that the five-story mixed-use building proposed by Jericho-based developer Georgica Green Ventures and known as The View is located on the outskirts of the town's Railroad Avenue Urban Renewal Area over 
overlay district, which was adopted in 2021 to allow expanded uses, including high-density residential development in the hope of revitalizing the area surrounding the Riverhead train station. No site work will begin until the project receives final site plan approval from the Riverhead Town Board. More than 50 communities around New York have reached out to the state about the $650 million Pro-Housing Communities Program. Ruth Ann Vinauskas, Commissioner of the state's Affordable Housing Agency, said yesterday they include a handful on Long Island, according to the agency, which did not identify which municipalities had expressed interest in applying. Jonathan LaMancia reports on Newsday.com that the program, announced in August, marked Governor Kathy Hochul's shift toward an incentive-based approach to promoting new housing. Vinauskas, who leads New York State Homes and Community Renewal, spoke Wednesday at the New York Housing Conference's annual awards event in Manhattan during a discussion focused on boosting housing supply. Just a year ago, at the very same event, Governor Kathy Hochul previewed her housing plan, which proposed support for 800,000 new housing units over the next decade, about double the pace of housing growth over the previous decade. The governor's failed plan would have required municipalities in downstate New York to increase the number of housing units by 3% over three years. In August, the governor introduced $650 million in discretionary funds for what she called pro-housing communities, downstate areas that have increased the number of units in their communities by 1% in the previous year, or 3% over the past three years, would be eligible. They will need to submit documentation about new housing, which includes private development to receive priority for existing. Ralph Fasano, executive director of Medford-based affordable housing developer Concern Housing, said it can sometimes take years to win over elected officials and community members to secure affordable housing. The nonprofit, which has developed apartments in areas such as East Patchogue, Lake Ronkonkoma, and Riverhead, is in the process of building a $72.4 million, 96-unit building in Hempstead Village. Another project, the 60-unit Liberty Gardens in Southampton, is seeking a zoning change from the Southampton Town Board. On Long Island, developments are very dependent on local politics. Who shows up at the political meetings, the civic centers, the civic associations, says Fasano. So show up at those meetings if you're for. Riverhead officials approved a new contract for Police Chief David Hegermiller this week that outlines objectives he must accomplish over the next six months and boosts his annual pay by 8.5%, making him Riverhead Town's highest-paid employee. Tara Smith reports on Newsday.com that the year-long contract includes a retroactive 6% salary bump for 2023 and a 2.5% increase for 2024, bringing his base salary to $225,637. It also sets June deadlines for the chief to complete a policing plan for the downtown area and other emergency protocols. The new contract expires December 31st, 2024. Hagen is 65 has been in service for four decades. The fate of the Southampton Movie Theater, 
built in 1932 and restructured as a multiplex in the 90s and has been closed since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, has been a subject of fascination and curiosity, with rumors and conjecture flying about what billionaire developer Abby Rosen, the owner of Hill Street Cinema LLC, which purchased the building last year for $8 million, plans to do with the space, shrouded in scaffolding and construction materials for months. Kaylin Riley reports on 27East.com that while Rosen has been tight-lipped about those plans, it appears that the iconic cinema, once it reopens its doors, will return to being a staple in the community for moviegoers of all ages and interest levels, according to a statement on the website SouthamptonCinema.com. Quote, The Southampton Cinema has been one of the main anchors of the Village Center and an important cultural landmark. The statement reads, We are committed to returning that tradition and bringing back a better cinematic, entertainment, and community experience to the newly restored and improved theater. End quote. Interior work is focused on mold remediation, including the removal of theater seating and carpeting that had become moldy during the many months the building has been shuttered, installing a new HVAC system, and getting the electrical system up to code also have been prioritized. Southampton Village Mayor Bill Manger said earlier this week that while he has not spoken with Rosen in roughly two months, he said he's aware of the work that's been ongoing and said the fire marshal has been reviewing the plans as well. This has been Long Island Local News on Long Island's only NPR station, WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey.